Hello and welcome everybody wherever you are in the world. My name is Paul Ryan, I'm founder of PrescriptionRevision.com and I'm a GP and pharmacist based here in Ireland. I'm passionate about clinical pharmacology and therapeutics and really enjoy making the latest international guidance relevant to those of us at the coalface of primary care. So in today's podcast on rosacea, I'm going to talk about a Cochrane review that was done in 2015. I'm then going to talk about the NICE clinical knowledge summaries that were published in 2021. I'm then going to focus the majority of the, of the podcast on the treatment of papules, pustules and nodules that people get with rosacea. The, the treatment includes topical treatment, so I'll talk about the topical treatment and then when we use oral tetracyclines. So, first of all, the Cochrane review done in 2015. Um, there were 14,000 people that were included in this review. And the bottom line was that there was high quality evidence supporting the use of topical azelaic acid, ivermectin cream, bromonidine cream, oral doxycycline, and isotretinin. There was moderate quality evidence to support topical metronidazole, and the benefits were seen after about three to six weeks. Now we fast forward to the NICE CKS summaries uh, published in 2021. There were three main points to take from it. First, for moderate papules or pustules, ivermectin should be used topically. An alternative to ivermectin is topical metronidazole, 0.75% twice daily, or as azelaic acid, 15% twice daily. The second point is that if the patient has severe papules or pustules, ivermectin should be combined with, uh, with oral doxycycline 40 mg once daily for three months. An alternative to doxycycline uh, for those who are breastfeeding or pregnant is erythromycin 500 mg twice daily. And the final point is for redness, bromonidine can be used topically. So just to concentrate now on the treatment of papules, pustules and nodules. So first of all, topical agents should be used first line. So the three main topical agents, number one, uh, ivermectin, which comes as Sulantra. Um, so it's ivermectin 10 milligram per gram cream. The next one is metronidazole, 0.75% gel or cream. Uh, and that comes as Rosex and that's applied twice daily. And finally, azelaic acid, 15% gel, uh, which is Skinner and gel. And that's that's also applied twice daily. So just to focus more uh, on, e- on the individual one, uh, in, on the individual topical agents for, for, for a few minutes. First of all, I'll talk about ivermectin cream. So it's a 10 milligram per gram cream and it comes, the brand name is Sulantra. So it's an anthelmintic an insecticidal cream. So it's actually structurally similar to the macrolide antibiotics. Um, and it comes from the avermectin class of medications for parasitic, which is used in the treatment of parasitic worms. Now this causes death of the demodex mite. And this demodex mite is reported to be a factor in skin inflammation, which I would have spoken about before. It also has an anti-inflammatory effect, so it causes a decrease in production of cytokines. So how do we apply it? So it's a thin layer and it's applied once daily for three months. And it's a pea-sized amount to the forehead, chin, nose and each cheek, and then you rub it in. 
Okay, so apply a pea-sized amount to the, you know, to the four areas of the face and then rub it in. The Drugs and Therapeutics Bulletin in 2015 stated that it was a useful addition for the treatment of papular pustular rosacea. Now, I suppose just all us talk about the adverse effects. In 1% of patients, uh, these people can get stinging uh, or burning sensation. Now, I stated already in the general management is that a lot of these agents can cause stinging or burning. Sulantra doesn't tend to cause as much stinging and burning, burning as the other agents. It's only 1% of patients can, can get the, this skinning or burning. Now next up is azelaic acid, so 15%. It's brand name Skinnerin, um, and it's a gel applied twice daily. It's a naturally occurring glycolic acid. Uh, it's produced from malassezia, uh, which is present on our, on our own skin. Um, so it has anti-inflammatory properties and you need to apply it for, like all these creams, for, for a number of weeks, specifically between three and six weeks before you actually notice an effect. The third, one, third agent is metronidazole 0.75% gel or cream and it comes as Rosex. Um, metronidazole has antioxidant effects so uh, and you apply as a thin film uh, and you apply it twice daily. Benefits again after about three to six weeks and the average period of treatment is about three to four months. Now if there's benefit after four months then you can continue for another four months. Um, now in clinical studies treatment has actually been continued for two years. Now next to discuss the oral tetracycline for papules, pustules and nodules. So doxycycline is a tetracycline that is mainly used um, and it's used if the topical agents fail or if the patient presents uh, with symptoms that are becoming more severe. Now 40 milligram dose of doxycycline is given in the morning and it comes as ephrasia. Um, it's a modified release preparation. And this is actually preferred to the 100 milligram once daily of doxycycline because the formulation is designed to yield anti-inflammatory plasma levels below the antimicrobial threshold. So it's as effective as a 100 milligram dose of doxycycline, but it's better tolerated. And that's the reason why it's preferred. So it's given one hour before or else two hours after breakfast with plenty of water to reduce the risk of esophagitis. Limocycline, uh, 408 milligram once daily can also be used. So especially if the patient has photosensitivity with doxycycline. An alternative to these tetracyclines is erythromycin 500 milligram BD. Now patients need systemic, systemic antibiotics for three months before they notice improvement. So you have to counsel the patient. I usually counsel the patient to tell them that go outside in natural light, take a photo of their face or take a photo of the area of skin that's affected and um, then put a reminder in your phone in three months time to take another photo. Okay, so to be scientific. So usually the inflammatory component is switched off at about the three month interval. You review it four months uh, you know, after the patient has stopped antibiotic for a month and any small residual papules tend to be superficial and respond to topical ivermectin. So they continue on with the ivermectin. So it's not to continue these tetracyclines indefinitely. It should be reviewed at three months with the view to stop. If the patient reaches a six-month interval and after getting oral tetracyclines for three months and then a further then, um, 
three months of topical ivermectin, so that means six months in total of topical ivermectin, and there's no improvement, well, then these patients should be referred to dermatology. In severe cases, patients may need three months of oral tetracycline per year, but not more frequently. And I suppose just to explain to patients that the oral tetracyclines may relieve the symptoms, but it's not a permanent cure and rosacea can reoccur. If the patient has any overlying seborrheic dermatitis, uh, ketoconazole shampoo should be used, you know, night comes as an isor, should be used twice weekly. And we may see in some patients who have more severe symptoms that respond poorly to treatment, there may be a role in some of these patients for low-dose isotretinoin, so roaccutane, which we started by mainly by dermatology. So that brings me to the end of today's talk. I hope you found it useful and I'm looking forward to delivering my next podcast. Mm-hmm.